Hey everybody and welcome to Bring It to the Table podcast with Cheese as your host. We have a very important guest to me, a guy who is basically good at everything and it's kind of annoying, but um, the one, the only John Erickson. Let's see what he can bring to the table. Thanks for tuning in, guys. That is not true. I just want to say that first and foremost. I, that's one of my biggest pet peeves when people say that. <laughs> not true. Watch so, me golf one time. You know, so it's like, it's to me, it was like frustrating. Like, so you and Cross, it's like kind of, and it's, I, I feel like everybody has this person of like, like they pick some, something up really, really quick, right. you know? Yeah. And it's like, to me, I'm like, dude, I've been doing this for years. This is great. <laughs> and you show up all of a sudden, you're like, bing, bing, like <laughs> knocking things out of the park and stuff like that. And just like, whatever, man, like Bro, get out of here. Like it's. Like, I got humbled <laughs> hard recently. Um, was snowboarding actually. Oh yeah. I thought I was gonna pick it up. It was like it's just like longboarding and rip sticking. And they're telling me it's just gonna be easy. I'll pick it up quick. And I ate snow about six million <laughs> times. So definitely. And uh, even one time, I tried to jump a rock. And the snowboard, I, I like biffed it. I fell face forward, and then I scorpion and hit my own head with oh my snowboard. Oh my gosh, it's awful! <laughs> yeah, it was embarrassing. <laughs> I like looked around yeah. to make sure nobody saw me. It's like that that freak out. <laughs> you like look around, like look at look all ways and yeah, everything like that. Sure nobody saw me eat it. I did the same thing with uh, you know that video that you've posted when I fell off my truck <laughs> oh, yeah. and all that. I was dude, it was so embarrassing because like <laughs> oh, I like <laughs> I didn't expect it like. It was super icy. It was my first year yeah. ever living here in Nebraska, you know, so I was like, <laughs> like, whatever. Like, I, I knew what black ice was, but we didn't get, like, back home, we get black ice, like, like on the streets, right? you know, and that's pretty much it. Like, there's not, yeah. like, black ice everywhere. You didn't have to walk on it ever. Yeah, you didn't yeah. have to walk, walk on it, like, all the time. Like, your car would slip <laughs> and all that stuff, you know. And I was on the driveway, and... I was, dude, I wasn't expecting it. Like, my truck started sliding, but I didn't really think anything of it because right. I was like, whatever, <laughs> my truck's going to slide. Like, yeah. it's not a big deal. <laughs> um, and I just take a step off. And the driveway's in, like, a little bit of a slope. I take a step off, and I absolutely, like, biff oh, it, like, it so hard, hard, dude. Oh, my gosh. I'm like, there's, like, a second. Like, I remember watching. I've watched that video probably a billion times. <laughs> I know. And every time I look at it, I pause it when I'm, like, levitating in the air. And <laughs> literally, like, there's not even one part of me touching <laughs> the ground. You know, I'm, like, all the way in the air. And yeah. I look around because that's, like, immediately, like, everybody everybody who falls is always, like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, that's how I knew we were good friends is, like, most of the time when I see somebody fall, I'm always, like, oh, are you okay? Yeah. My first reaction was not that. I was like, laughing laugh so hard. So hard. Yeah. yeah, exactly, bro. This is just, like, no way. Yeah. Uh, but it was just, I was just, like, dang it. That's our, like, initial reaction to just be, like, oh, my God. Yeah. I, just, I, hope nobody, I hope nobody saw that. <laughs> but it's, like, on the internet, and that's there forever now, yep. you know? So it's, like, exactly. dang it. But I like it. I enjoy it now. At first, yeah. it really hurts. It's easy to look it, back and yeah, laugh now. Now it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, dude, I'm so glad that you're here. Heck yeah. I'm excited. Like, I'm really excited that you're here. I just, ever since I met you, really, it's always been like, like, it just always clicked. Like, we just had Absolutely. like something to where we were like, dude, 
like you're a really good friend already and yeah. we barely even know each other exactly, and we've taken yeah. trips together and we've like just done a bunch of things together you know to where it's like hanging out every single week and yeah. all these things you know and always it's just laughing. like always laughing like yeah. there's always like there's never like a dull moment whenever we're together absolutely and then helping you out with youth and yes. um those of you that don't know john is a youth pastor at um, yes, grace sir. fellowship and he's fantastic at what he does hmm. and Appreciate uh that. I really enjoy watching him like preach and watching you do like all the things that the youth like enjoy to do, mm. you know, and they yeah. look up to you in many, many ways, you know, and they're like, Oh yeah, John, John, John. And even that like other week when you were gone, like it's not that like things didn't go right, right. or anything like that, but there was still like that piece missing and it mm. was like, Oh yeah, John's not here. <laughs> you know, but I think it went fantastic for like you not being yeah. here. I think it went great. Absolutely. You know, like don't get me wrong, but like s there was still like that one little thing that it was like, Oh man, John's not here. Yes, yeah, I hate missing Wednesday <clears throat> nights. So if you don't know, shout out to Brandon for losing the keys so we can enjoy. Oh, that's home. right. Yeah. <laughs> he lost the keys like right whenever y'all were like about to leave, well, yeah, right? He, it was the weird I don't even I don't even get into it because it's a kind of a long story, but like we drove back from the mountain. He said he put the keys down. We woke up. And we were ready to leave at like 8.30 in the morning, 9 o'clock, so we could get back, get to youth. And he's like, do you have the keys? He's like, no, Brandon, why would I have the keys? And it's just gone. Like, we looked for five and a half hours, and it was gone. That so is some crazy. guys came and finagled the key, and we, we were oh, on the way. Yeah. Yeah, it was stupid. Yeah, I remember um, I was Snapchatting Trevor, and I was like, I was like, y'all should make it on time, right? And he was like, nope. <laughs> I was like, Ooh, that's <laughs> yeah, not good. Trevor was being all sassy. Told me it. the yeah. story, so I was just like, "Dang, that really sucks." I heard everybody was kind of like, just like over it too, yeah, just because. I, I mean, that's a that's a like yeah. cruddy situation. I wasn't mad at Brandon. I was just yeah. mad at like I don't know what like happened, but that kind of leads me into like because I love the premise of this podcast. Like everybody's got their own gift, their own thing they're yeah, gonna bring right. to the table. And one thing that I was thinking about is funny. I actually asked my wife. I was like, "Hey, what's something unique about me that I should bring to the table?" And credit to her, she thought for about five minutes. <laughs> she didn't say anything. I was like, "What? What the heck, Michaela?" I was like, "I'm not that boring." And one thing she we ended up like agreeing on, and this is the joy of, and it kind of plays into quality of life. You know, one thing I hear about Nebraskans all the time, the complaint I hear all the time: "There's nothing to do here." And one oh, of the joys, yeah. and it, it has to do with quality of life. Like one thing that has brought so much more quality <laughs> to my life, and I think you can agree with this. Is trying new things. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yes, I was just talking to Mikhail about this. I was like, this would be perfect because you play pickleball, you have a bowling league. I remember, like, you just get into things and then you just go do the league and you have a community everywhere you go. Right. And it's just, to me, it's an interesting aspect because me personally, I love to learn new things. And, you know, it kind of goes into what you were talking about earlier. I, like, one summer, I got super into lacrosse. What a random, like, right. what a random thing to do. There's one summer I got on lacrosse. I'm really into snowboarding right now. Like, I would, if I could convince Michaela, we would just go be snow hippies for three months in the <laughs> year. You know what I mean? Like, just sit on the mountain. Because, yeah. like, I, and it's just my personality. Like, I, I, I try something and I get really into it. And I was just wondering, like, how has you trying bowling and pickleball, like, how has that made your life improve, you think? Well, dude, you know, really, like, to me, it's, like, one, pickleball, like, has, like, an active aspect to it, you know? Yeah. So, like, <clears throat> that's a good thing. And then um, also, like, the relationship with people, mm. you know? So, like, 
to me, it's been so great to like, and I, I remember like the first time I showed up, like I was just, I was super into pickleball just because I like, I had fun doing it right. and I was like, it was a fun thing. And I was like, I think I can get pretty good at this. You know, yeah. I was like, I'm going to keep going and going. And I'm like, I'm like the same way as you are. Like as soon as I start liking something, I'm like, I'm going to keep going yeah. because I enjoy this and I want to get better at it. And <clears throat> it's kind of hard for me to like not get good at something if I'm into it. Right. Absolutely. You know, yeah. Because I just, I'm just so happy doing it. So it's like, why not get good at it? You know, because yeah. nobody wants to have, like, nobody wants <laughs> nobody to be loves bad. Like, nobody loves losing. <laughs> nobody wants, loves being bad at something. You know, it's yeah. like, I'm just here for fun. It's like, oh, it's, that's one of my, that's one of my biggest pet peeves. <laughs> like whenever somebody's like, like, I don't even care about this sport. I'm just here for fun. And it's yeah. like, I get it. Like, I'm not trying to be like a, like don't have fun in sports, but there's like a, a competitiveness and like a fun that like, yeah. it like kind of interacts. Like oh, there's absolutely. like, <clears throat> there's like a balance to it, you know? And I'm like, like <laughs> you can do both. Dude, Just I, don't ruin it for the people who love to be competitive. Yeah. I, um, if I lose and it's gotten way better for me, like I've gotten way better about like handling me losing, but for like when I was the first few years of being a youth pastor, I would not let myself play the game. Like even oh, well, my yeah. wife, I told Mikhail, I was like, do not let me play the game because there's something that just flips in my head. And it's just like, I just all of a sudden see red and I just got to win. And it's just like, if I lose, I get mad and I just want to throw things. And so like, I absolutely understand what you're saying. One thing I was going to ask you is, um, how many hours? Cause what would you say? What's your skill level? Cause I know pickleball's got like, it goes by numbers, right? Right. Numerical system. It's yeah. Like one through five is a skill set, right? Or is it like three through five? So it kind of does. It kind of starts out by like, like, and I've seen some people talk about it like two, five, right. three, oh, three, five, four, oh, four, five, five, oh. Right. And then they're just like, but it's really different. Like every single, every single place you go to, like I was just in Amarillo this past weekend and I've had a tournament there. <clears throat> and um, at that tournament, I like was asking like, oh, like what what skill level are you? You know, just to kind of right. know like who to play with, just because yeah. I was like, I just want to kind of like know like if I'm. And to me, like I'm kind of like a three five, uh, maybe four zero. Oh, so that's kind of like kind of advanced, but I'm not super up there. Like yeah. I'm obviously like there's guys that like absolutely would destroy yeah. me. Like I'm not even close to being pro or anything like yeah. that. You know, like there's guys who are absolutely nuts, um, and. They were like, well, we're like, we're like intermediate, you know? And it's like, yeah. well, what does that mean? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, I, right? like, I, don't, I have no clue. <laughs> so, um, so really like the, the levels are completely different, but I would put myself right at the three, five, four, three, five. So how do you, how do you, how long did you think it took you to develop that four O skill? In oh, dude, so long. Like you got to go a ton. And yeah, there's like so much consistency to it. And it's like. Yeah, because you went, of, like, every day for a while, right? Oh, yeah. I was going every single morning oh for about, yeah. like, seven or eight months. Like, seven yeah. or eight months, I was just consistently going every single day. Like, it was just part of my routine. I would wake up, go to work, go to pickleball, go to the gym, back to work. Yeah. And then, like, do that every single day, you know? And then yeah. we would have tournaments and, like, leagues and all that stuff, you know? So, um, it was just, like, with that consistency of, like... I have to like play more. I have to play yeah. more, you know? And that's my theory of this idea of finding that thing that makes you tick because I cannot tell you how many conversations I've had with people and they want to talk about 
how they're bored. They don't ever do anything. They're not satisfied with their health is. Right. And they're like, they'll just name all the reasons of why they should be mad or upset or they're bored or blah, 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 blah. And that's kind of the condition of human nature. We all want to list the things that we don't have. Oh, yeah, and, absolutely. Yeah. And like one thing, I mean, Kayla knows this too. One thing that drove me nuts about her when I first met her is she always talked about, I don't have friends. I don't have friends. I'm like, I haven't seen you go talk to one person. You know what I mean? Like, no, duh, you're going to have not friends. You're yeah. not talking to anybody. And it's the same idea of, like, people want to talk about why their life needs to improve, but they never do the things that they need to to make it improve. Right. And it's, like, this little thing of, like, I'm not saying you have to go spend every morning playing pickleball like you did. That's something you really loved, and you went and did and it improved your quality of life. But I'm saying there is stuff that all of us have that makes us tick. One thing I had no idea that made me tick was when I hurt my knee when I first got married and like I couldn't walk and I like tore something in my knee, but I didn't have health insurance. So I never went and got oh, know, yeah. checked, like, checked out. And so I, I kind of just laid in bed until <laughs> it got better one day. And um, one thing that I told like I was going stir crazy. Kayla and I call it basement lock. It's like when I get really sick or I'm in house in a house for an extended period of time, like I get so weird. It's like, I get really weird. Like I'm already a weird guy, but like it gets cranked up and it's just because I go stir crazy. And so one thing I, I really started to do because I was going stir crazy and it's like, yeah, I read the word and yeah, I prayed, but like I needed something to entertain me throughout the day. And one thing I started doing is I started cooking and bro, like, it's just like, just like we're talking about, it's just like fireworks going off my head. Right. Like, this is amazing. I can make food that actually tastes good now. I don't have to depend on going to Dobo all the time. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because I think there's a lot of people that are missing that aspect in their life. Right. Like in order for you to really improve the quality of life that you have, like you have to find the 1% things that are going to improve it. You know, I'm reading yeah, this book good. called Atomic Habits, right? And the Brits were famously known for being awful at cycling, like bicycle, right? Right. They never wanted anything for like 20. In fact, there was bike manufacturers that wouldn't sell them the Brits bikes because if they were scared, if other athletes saw them using them, that they wouldn't buy it. <laughs> like they're that mediocre. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> and they brought in this guy. I, I don't remember his name. We'll call him Mike Henry. They brought in this guy named Mike Henry. And he was famously known, known for looking for the 1% things that can make, right. give them an advantage. So he started rubbing alcohol on the tires for traction. He started um, doing sleep tests. He started sitting in wind, wind tunnels and changing the clothes they wear. He bought, all of the athletes, different mattresses and pillows and blankets that gave them the most optimal sleep. They used different gels for massaging. They didn't train their training. They didn't change their training regimen at all. Right. Like at all. It was just all the 1% things. Whoa. Yeah. And so as they started doing that after, I think it was four years, it took them four years. So there's a process there. Right. But after four years, they won five tour de France's. <clears throat> they won like 60, or 70% of the gold medals in the Olympics at that time. And they dominated for 10 years in the crazy. bicycle thing. And it had nothing to do with the big overarching goal. It had everything to do with the things they were doing day by day to give right. them that advantage. And that's the idea I'm kind of trying to bring to this table is that the one, like what's the 1% things you can do in your life to upgrade the quality of your life? And so for you is pickleball. You know, for me right now, I've been getting really into the gym because I'm doing the Spartan race. Right. At first, it sucked. <laughs> it's just that same deal. Like, at first, it was really hard for me to, like, all I was thinking about was I want to be the peak condition. I want to be the best athlete I can be right now. 
And then I read this book and it started making me think of like, okay, I'm looking too far ahead right now. Right. I just need to focus on the 1% things that I can do better right now. And I started like, you know, trying new lifts that I've never done before. And I started running, which I historically hate running. I don't like running unless it's in a sport. I started doing all these things that I've never really done before, but I started to find life because I've seen those improvements in my life. It's like now I look forward to going to the gym, yeah, even though my good. legs hurt super bad right. all the time. But it's this idea of um, I'm trying everything I can to find those 1% things that I can get better in my life. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like that's what like that's all it takes is like for you to get that started and yeah. then look for those 1% things and then be able to, to like become consistent in those things. Oh, absolutely. And eventually that 1% will, will turn into the 99%. Yeah. And it's like that 1% of me sleeping or me like like being yeah, lazy. It's like it's reversed, you know. Yeah. So, I think that's I think that's super good. And I don't know, I think the 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 main thing to it is like the consistency of it. Yes. So, as soon as it becomes a habit, it kind of like it's kind of e- it becomes easier. Yeah. You know, and um I I read these like studies like way back when and I've had this in my head like all the time and it's like 21 days. It takes 21 days to right. form a habit. So if you can go 21 days in a row, non-stop, non-fail, even if you just show up, let's yeah. say you go to the gym, let's say, the, let's say for the, for example, at this one, let's say that you're trying to get into the gym, you go to the gym, you show up and you don't do anything. Right. You were there. But you showed up. Yeah. That now becomes a habit of your day of, I need to go to the gym. Absolutely. I need to make that part of my routine. And for a while, like, that was, like, my thing. It was, like, if I didn't go to pickleball, if I didn't, like, like go to the gym and do all of those things, like, back to back or, you know, like, at least, like, in one part of the day, right. my mind would be kind of weird. Like, I would just be, like, what just happened? Like, yeah. something, something went wrong, off. you yeah. know? And so I think that's what – so, like, really to anyone, I would say, fight through those 21 days. And if at that point you still don't like it, find something else yeah you might need you might need to find something else to be able to cause that take in your head you know so So there's this idea of um you know when you don't do anything and you just go to work you punch a clock in you go home and you sit you do nothing like all you're gonna do is think about how boring your life is right like that's all you're gonna think about and it's like you have to do something to change that mindset you know i'm not somebody i'm not a name it claim it guy i'm not like somebody that says I'm going to get a million dollars and that's going to happen. You know what I mean? That's not what I am, but I do think there's a lot of power to your mindset. It's this idea of how I describe it to a lot of our youth students. You know, if you wake up every morning, you walk to the mailbox through your grass, eventually what's going to establish, there's going to be a trail through the grass, clear as day that you see. And it's this idea of like, if you don't like the trail that you've developed, you have to do something different. Otherwise it's going to stay there in your life. Hit that sidewalk, baby. Yeah. Hit, hit that, that sidewalk, sidewalk. or That's right. go right instead of left on the grass, but you got to do something that changes it. And if you try to do these crazy outrageous goals right away, nothing's going to change. You know, yeah. if, if you're just, if you kind of like pickleball and kind of don't, if you just try to commit to what cheese does and go to every day and go to these tournaments, you're probably going to, be overwhelmed to burn yourself out. You're probably not going to have fun either because you're going to think that. And it's, it's crazy to me because a lot of people are like, Oh, it's just pickleball. It's an old people sport, but it's really like, honestly, like it takes a lot. There's a lot to it. And I think there's a lot to every single sport. Yeah. And if you don't practice, you don't have that, like that same, like, like consistency. Yeah. Like, 
you're you're not gonna get to where other people are you know like yeah. where people who have been playing people who have been doing it you know and i Absolutely. think that's the same thing with every single thing in life like it's like if you don't start and if you don't like start with those little things then you're never going to get to those big things absolutely and like you know one thing that is so unfortunate is if you look at people's lives there's usually a period of time where they're really devoted to something um i'll use my sister-in-law amy as an example she was an incredible artist and she painted all the time and as she got older and responsibilities came she stopped practicing it and it's like if there's something that feels empty in your life, it's like, what are you doing? Right. Like what, you know, you have gifts and you know what they are. You know, sometimes it's an undiscovered gift, but most of the time, you know what you're good at. And I don't want us to, you know, me and she has been talking a lot about sports just because that's how we connect. This goes, applies to anything you do. It's like Amy lost some of that fire to paint and be creative and right. exercise that part of her brain. And it's, it's, I'm not saying her life isn't good because of that. But what I am saying is there's a piece of her that's not being fed. Right. It's like you don't want to you don't want to starve some of the things that God's put in your life. You know, what I mean, like I love people. And if I were to recluse myself from people, then there's going to be a part of me that's like yeah. starved. It's like, oh, oh yeah. I really I, I really want something more. And I'll convince myself it's something different, like the gym or stuff like that. But it's it's in the reality. It's what God's really gifted me with, if that makes sense. Right. And it's like if you're trying to find something to fill that void, like you're not going to find it. No. Yeah. Like, I mean, there could be things that will like, I, I guess, th I guess I could say like, I'll put it this way. Like you can distract yourself with other things to right. try to fill that void. But in the end, it's like, you're still seeking for that one thing, you yes. know, for that one tick. Yeah. You know, so absolutely that qu your quality of life, you know, for me, like I love people, but I must more, I more so love to serve the Lord. Like, right. there's just something that when I do something for people, these youth students, or when we do these outreaches, events for grace, and I just see hundreds of people with just a smile ear to ear on their face. It's like, it's like to me, that's just so fulfilling. You know what I mean? Like, there's something that's just so fulfilling about that. And I think there's a lot of people that in their life, um, they're overlooking that aspect of their life. So, like, I'm... Like John six has this great story, one of my favorite stories in the Bible, and it's actually our camp theme. Where would we go? Where else would oh, I right. go? And Jesus feeds these five thousand people, and he says this. He says this comment of, "You didn't come to me because of the signs and wonders. You came to me because your belly's full." Right. And this kind of I'm trying to I'm setting this up. So hang in there for a second. So you came to me because your bellies are full of bread. And it's because Jesus just fed these five thousand. They saw this miracle, and then they saw him across the sea, and they're like, "Oh, let's go." Talk to Jesus, this great man. And um, he said, you didn't come to me for the sign of wonders you've seen, but you, see, you came to me because your bellies were full. And there's this piece of us that so often, you know, we want to look at the things that make us feel good. I mean, let's say it like this way. Um, say it this way. So, like, I can make my identity about John being loving sports and loving people, being a great friend, stuff like that. And that will feel something but eventually that fades and this whole premise of john chapter six was jesus setting this up for him he says okay and then he goes through all these he says all these crazy statements i'm not going to go through all of it because it's kind of long he says all these crazy statements and eventually all the disciples that came to him left and he turned to the 12 that were still with him and he says do you guys want to leave what do you think and peter responds with this idea of where else will i go right and here's here's where i'm bringing it 
the whole chapter, Jesus is setting it up to him of he is everything. Everything else is permissible. It fades with time or moments. That's going to fade. Right. Know? Regardless of what you do, like you said, the distract, the things you do to distract you, it's going to fade. But what is eternal is him, the bread of life. Right, absolutely. And so there's this idea of like when you chase all these things that distract you, of course the quality of life isn't going to go up because you're not feeding the part that's eternal. And there's this idea of, um, I know this is kind of jumped back and forth here, but what I'm really trying to get across here is obviously there's things that we can do that will improve our quality of life, trying new things like pickleball, uh, bowling, or lacrosse or snowboarding, you can go on and on and on. But at the end of the day, it's exactly what you said. It's a distraction. The best way to improve the quality of life is to learn how to, to adopt the idea of like, where else would I go? Right. If you weren't my bread of life, if you weren't my eternal father, if you weren't oh, yeah. like, you want me That's to go good, back baby. to this drinking? You want me to go back to this smoke? You want me yeah. to go back to this party? You're asking me, would I rather do that than spend the time with you? That's the heart you have to develop. Cause if it's, you develop a heart outside of that, your quality of life is never going to improve because it's based on something you're going to lose. Right, absolutely. Yeah, that's good. And I could even really, like in a in a vulnerable state right now, yeah. I would say whenever I was, so whenever I whenever I was back in high school and everything like that, like I was like a big partier, big drinker, all that stuff, you know. And like, dude, it was <clears throat> at the time it felt so like. Like, so happy. I felt yeah. so alive, everything yeah. like that, you know, all that, you know. And there was, like, a bunch of friends, a bunch of people who came around, everything like that. But to me, it was like, I hope this never ends. I hope this never ends, that drunk that drunk feeling, that high yeah. feeling, all that stuff. Like, I was just like, like, oh, like, this is so great, and I love this, and I want more of this, you know. Like, I just yeah. want more of this. And until I found the Lord, like... I found out that all of those were temporary pleasures that I like wanted to use as distractions mm. for the hurt that I've gone through in my life. Right. And, but I was looking for something else yeah. and I was looking for something else. Like every single time, like it was like, like, Oh, maybe this is th like I was saying earlier, like maybe this is the thing that's going to fill that void for me. Right. Maybe this alcohol is what's going to fill that void for me. Maybe these drugs are, are, are going to be what fills that void for me, you know? And it wasn't good. Like it wasn't a good, like that wasn't a good way to live my life. Right. But whenever I found the Lord and like you said, and he is the bread of life. Whenever I found that out, I was like, his love is eternal. And his is the only thing, his is the only love and the only thing that is good, is never going to stop. It is never going to end. Right. But yeah. when I found that out, I was like, who wants to go to the back? Like, who yeah. wants to go back to those drinking yeah. days? Who wants to go back to those partying days? They were fun. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, at the time, right. I was I was having a great time. But that's not something that I want to bring up to my kids one day and be like, oh, yeah, I remember this happened and this happened. No, I want to be able to bring up the times where the the Lord worked in me, where right. the Lord did things to move in my life or move in our life as yeah. a family, all that stuff. You know, I want to bring those things up. Yeah, Like, those absolutely. things don't matter. Those temporary pleasures, like, are going to come to an end. And, and if you're in that, like, moment of, like, like, partying and, like, being drunk every weekend, all that stuff, like, I just really recommend like looking to see like what your quality of life is like right now. Yeah. And if you're stuck at that, it's like, 
what can you do to change that? Absolutely. What can you do to find that? Like, like you, like, and this has been the topic of the whole day. Yeah. What can you do to find that tick to where? Gives you that spark of life. Yeah. It gives you that get up spark. And do it every exactly. Day. Exactly. And it's like, and to me, it's like, I want to praise the Lord. I want to be like there for him. Yeah. You know, and I, I don't even like want to like go back to that party life. Like I don't even like think about it anymore. Yeah. Like I'm just like, ah, whatever. Like that was, that was there, but I'm glad it's gone. Right. Absolutely. You know? um, one thing that a question was phrased to me once, and it kind of goes back to this idea of he is the main, the ultimate prize, right. the ultimate fulfillment, the ultimate thing that will never be taken. As I had somebody ask me, he said, I don't remember who it was. This could be my own thoughts too. Who knows? Like I said, there's a, I'm a weird <laughs> guy. So it he said, "You're a weird guy now. I can imagine whenever you're you're stir crazy in the <laughs> yeah, basement or yeah, something." Yeah, my basement <laughs> lock. Exactly. Um, he had said this question. He said, "If you imagine heaven and you had all the great things, the best food, the best relationship, yeah, you know, you got all these family connections that you lost that you got to meet, and you um, got to see the streets of gold, and they're singing, and there's dancing, and there's joy, and there's peace, and there's love. Like there's all the things that we think we want. He's like, but if God wasn't there, would you still want to be there? Mm. And it made me think of like, am I really into this because I really love the Lord? Am I in this because of the reward I think I'm gonna get? Right. And it's like there's a mindset there that has to shift in me of like, it's not about the things I can get; it's about Him. Right. And after it's about him, then the things that, you know, happen, happens. But that's the idea of, like, if you develop that mindset, like, Lord, regardless of what my my life being in shambles or not being in shambles, I'm still going to honor and worship you. Once you develop that mindset, all of a sudden when you have these moments where you feel like life is boring or you you feel like you're not hitting it and, like, you can do more in life, once you develop that heart, it's like, there's a there's a there's a comfort in knowing that there's something more and it comes from him. Right. Cuz when you sit here and you think of like all the things you can control and you can do. Right. It's like the one thing you can't control is what Christ did on the cross for us. And there's nothing we could ever do to, to take that away from us and just being a follower of him, not a fan of Christ, a follower of Christ, that automatically gives us a drive and a purpose for life. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, anyways. Sorry, I'll preach you there. No, no, I mean that's good. Like I want you to bring those things because those are, those are things that I like. I'm passionate about, like the Lord. Yeah, I'm passionate about like hearing like the way that He moves in your life, the way that He like mm. like interacts with us like day to day. You yeah. know, and it's like, and what, the coolest thing that I think about like when I think of the Lord is that He loves you a different way than he loves me. Mm. Yeah. To how personable he like is. Like yeah. how personable he is just because it's like, like, and that's everybody, you know, yeah. like every, he has a, like a personal touch to every single person. Yeah. You know and I'm like? That's so cool. Like for somebody to do that, you know? And it's like, like, and I think that as, I think as I grow up and as a father, I want to be able to like love my kids in a personal way to where they know, wow like and they never have a feeling of yeah like that i don't love them like they're just like wow my dad loves me absolutely there's something that's special about being able to be charged right out of you know the love and the presence of god versus being charged oh. out of duty and honor oh and yeah there's absolutely. this idea of like you know there's this great scripture that says everything you do you do unto the lord right. as if it's on un unto the lord and you know 
when I play basketball, when I play pickleball, and my favorite thing, my favorite thing ever is when I go fishing. And, like, I just get to sit in nature, and I just mm. I just watch God's creation. And, like, there's times where I'm like, Lord, I what did I do to deserve a playground like this? You know what I mean? Like, what did I do to deserve, like, this just ultimate feeling of peace? And there's, like, there's just something that's so special about when you go out and you try these things and it ticks about you. Like, right. Like, there's something so special when you just you just get to give it back to the Lord. Like yeah, You get to so give good. him the honor and you get to give him the glory. And there's such an, like the most intimate moment I've ever had with God is I remember I was fishing and I didn't cast for like 40 minutes. I literally just sat down and I was watching the pond and um, I just got an overwhelming, overwhelming feeling of like just peace and love. And like, he's so intricate and he was so amazing. Like my head was just kind of exploding and that never would have happened if I was at home thinking about (laughs) My life is boring. I'm not yeah, I mean, I don't absolutely. feel like going to do this. That absolutely. never would have happened. No way. So, like, God has gifted me this love for nature, and, like, I go out, and I fish, and I yeah. run, and I do these things, and that is when I feel closest to him because mm. I'm honoring the things he's instilled in me. Right, and I will say, like, the times that I've gone fishing with you, it's so, like, now, like, and we've we've talked about how you, like, love going out fishing just because, like, you love like spending time with the Lord whenever you are yeah. fishing, you know, and the times that I've gone with you, like there's a different piece that I get mm. whenever I go fishing with you, a different piece that like, to me, it's like, I don't think I would get that if I went on my own. I think I could mm. find that if right. I was like, you know, but that's not my, that's not my passion. Like, but I know that you love fishing Yeah. and every time I go with you, like there's just like some kind of like, like radiant thing around you that you mm. just feel peaceful whenever you're fi- we're fishing with you. Oh yeah, and I'm just like, in my life and it's like, and it's just like, I, I love like doing it with you, just because you you show me how to do it. You like, if I need help, you help me right, right. away. But you can tell that you're doing it unto the Lord. Mm. You're not doing it unto yourself. Wow. So yeah. and so being able to see that, I'm just like, dude, that's so cool because I know that you're not lying whenever you tell me that right. I'm doing that unto the Lord. Yeah. Because I can tell when I'm there that's with cool. you that I feel yeah. it. You know, so that's the thing I want awesome. people to know is everybody has that thing in their life. You just got to find it. Right. What, what can you find that's like, you know, everything you do, obviously you do unto the Lord. But there's this idea of what is that thing that just, it's just easy to do it unto the Lord. That's what you got to right. find. It's, that's good. Some things is, it's hard to do it as if it's unto the Lord. Like it's, you have to force it a lot of time. But there's some things in your life that it's going to be easy to do that. And you're going to start to look forward to doing that. Dude, yeah, that's really good. And dude, I mean, you kind of just kind of just said it already, but in kind of just just to wrap this up, there's this last last segment that I love to do, and it's called "Leave It at the Table," mm. and it just gives opportunity to for you to say like, really just wrap up this whole thing, you know, and just bring mm. it together right. of like, like what can these listeners benefit from you. And yeah. I think this whole conversation already, I think they're benefiting <laughs> tremendously because hopefully, you brought hopefully. some great things to it. Um, but what's that last thing, that last thing to kind of cherry on top thing of, I'm going to leave this at the table and leave this for you listeners here. That's great. Cherry on the top of the table is, you know, I would say if you want your quality of life to improve, it starts with developing that heart and that perspective of God is everything. He is right everything to me and he always will be regardless of the circumstance and the situation it starts there and out of that heart 
posture and perspective, then comes the quality of life. And so then you search for the things that's going to make you tick, the giftings, the fishing, the pickleball, the <coughs> artistry, the painting. It's like out of that place when you flow, and then when you get there and you find that thing that gets you, excites you, make sure it's always giving the glory back to the Lord and doing it unto right. the Lord and spending that time with him and just being appreciative for the things that he's given you. You know, it's really easy to overlook those things. And so I guess yeah. that'd be the way. I'd That's really good, dude. Conclude. And it's like, I would say, yeah, just really just to end that up as well. And kind of just what you're saying, like, it's just like, what is your tick? What yeah. are you, what do you need to be able to change your quality of life? Yeah. What and is then, that thing? And then relentlessly pursue it. Relentlessly pursue it. Don't give it up. Yeah, absolutely. Well, dude, I'm like so glad that you were here. Yeah, I'm glad I think I you brought here. so much to the table. Like, you just did so good. Like, it just seems it just conversation just flows with you every single we're time. Friends, bro. I know That's exactly, bro, and I love it. And uh, to everybody listening, I really, really appreciate you. Thank you yes. so much for being here. Um, please tune in to the episodes before. Thank you for giving this one a listen. If you have any questions, any suggestions, any feedback please feel free to let me know share it with your friends this might change one person's life that one person that you share it with it might change it um thank you for tuning in we'll talk to you soon deuces